Ooh. That's it. You know what that sounds like? Another hour of content. Plus and minus the first and last bit. <laughs> La -ta -ta. So Welcome back to the Luke Kidgel Hour. The hour has not started yet because the hour starts once we hit the official buzzer. Uh, this is our first uh, listener sent in buzzer recording. Yeah. Um, I don't know what we're calling them. Start buzzer? Yeah, I don't know. Start buzzer, ending buzzer. Yeah, it can be any sound. Uh, there was no parameters put around this. It was just send in a sound under eight megabytes because that's all our buzzer can hold. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think this buzzer was made in 1994. Um, and this one was sent in by Nathan, yes. listener of the show. You ready to start the Luke yes. Hitchell Hour? What about the hourglass? Oh, shit, <laughs> as well. We got an hourglass. This is all off the record, guys. We got an hourglass uh, in the mail. $70 I paid for this. It is $2 store quality. I was not thrilled when this came. <laughs> I got this on Amazon, almost made a personal call to Jeff Bezos and complained. Yeah, it looks like something you'd pick up in a $2 shop. I know. Last <laughs> week we talked about Amazon leaving a shit on someone's lawn. This is worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll, I'll tip this and we'll see if it goes for an hour because I haven't actually checked if the hourglass yeah. <laughs> goes for 60 minutes yet. All right, the hourglass has been tipped. This intro was sent in by Nathan. Did that say, yeah, 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 who got that good D? Correct. And that's that's the first <laughs> one. And that, we've set the bar very low. <laughs> like, I was hoping to get, like, I don't know, not, yeah, 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 you got that good D. <laughs> and I leave this up to Reese every week. I go, just you load it up, don't tell me. And I go, what are your thoughts on this week's one? Do you reckon the first one's good? And he goes... I reckon you'll like it. <laughs> he you know, I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you got that good D. That was a horny start to the episode. <laughs> um, this could be a horny hour after that. Thank you very much, Nathan. Uh, if you want to send in um, any email to the to the show, you can send it in at is right very simple very easy to remember um guys i went back to queensland this week actually before i do that tickets are flying out the door holy shit had to leave my door open this week because i couldn't close it the tickets were just zooming out had no control over it uh thank you very much to everyone who's cop tickets to the comedy festival warner ball is the first show then shepherd and ballarat then we do the Comedy Festival. Then Geelong and Adelaide, the last two shows, they're almost... Oh, sorry, they're over half sold out. They were almost half sold out last week. There are, I think Adelaide's like 60% gone. Same with Geelong. So um, they're the last two shows that are on sale currently. So Warnable and Shepparton, get your, lift your fucking game, man. Anyway, LukeKidgel.com, get your ticks. Uh, been doing a lot of stand-up. The show's going to be sick. So I went to the Gold Coast over the weekend to do a corporate gig. And I haven't been away. This is the first time I traveled since the last time I went to the Gold Coast. I am that much of a piece of shit. I, uh, <laughs> I go to the Gold Coast quite a lot. It's a great place. Uh, and after you've heard this podcast, you'll be like, 
Yeah, I get it. I get why he keeps coming back. Um, dude, it, the Gold Coast turned it on. It was crazy. I was just happy to not be in Melbourne anymore. And then turns out my life is a movie. So that's what happened. I rolled into the Gold Coast. Actually, the first start was like the shitty parts of the movie start part uh, where I like my alarm went off. It was 5 a.m. <laughs> and I had four hours sleep. And I was like the moochie character that was like brushing his teeth with a deadpan look. But then once I got on the plane, I was just like ready for it. It was a nice day. I got off the plane at like 9.30 a.m. on the Goldie. Sun's out. Um, I'll get my tan on. That's not true at all. I came back looking like Elmo. Um, I got so aggressively sunburnt on the weekend. Um, honestly, if I walked down Sesame Street, they'd be like, that, that's cultural appropriation. You, it's, it should be illegal to look like that much of a Muppet. Um, it's true. I'm so red. I think it's going to blister on my neck. Uh, even Reese got sunburnt. Yeah. Yours was a bit worse the other day when I saw you. It's gone down now. Yeah, it's gone down, yeah. It's almost turned into tan. But yeah. I don't tan. I just, I tan like a British person. Persian. I can't speak today <laughs> or any day. Um, so, yeah, the, the Gold Coast turned it on. It was sick, man. Um, I was, I got off the plane. I had my tunes pumping. Random Spotify playlist. Then Kenny Loggins, Footloose, came on the shuffle <laughs> as I'm strolling down like Broad Beach. Yeah. Sun was out. It was in the morning. You know, I swear I heard a guy go, Hey, you know, like I was just, I was the main character of a movie. I was like, been working so hard. Bit of Kenny Loggins on a Friday, never heard anyone. Okay. And I'm pumping. I'm ready to go. I check into my hotel, got that early check-in. Okay. I'm lying. It was a motel. I didn't book it. <laughs> all right. So many people had been murdered in that room. If you ignore where they've painted over the blood, it was actually quite a nice room, you know. If I, I'm, obviously, I w don't put a blue light over it, you know. I slept in calm. <laughs> but <laughs> I slept in, like, the past calm of many businessmen and many hookers, um, which is the motel experience. It's the first time I've sat in a motel since, like, ages. Usually when I get booked at a corporate gig, it was like, you know, that shows you the level of corporate. Yeah, would it have been the last time you went to Queensland? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the last time I was in regional Queensland. <laughs> Although we slept, we slept in a motorhome, which was worse, because that was our own cup. You know? <laughs> Actually, no, we, in the motorhome tour, we made a strict no wanking rule um, because for obvious reasons. Yeah. Because I was sharing um, a very tight space with Lewis um, Keelan, who I reckon does stinky cums. <laughs> Sorry, Keelan. And Zach, who probably just does ranger cums. <laughs> probably just come out red. <laughs> look at, they look like my fucking neck right now. <laughs> Zach's cums. <laughs> but um, we met... Oh, it's peeling. Oh, my God. <laughs> my podcast peel. <laughs> Dude, on the podcast, I finally started peeling. I think just then. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm shedding like a snake. <laughs> Holy shit. I feel like a dinosaur. <laughs> you know, there's like kids books where they're, yeah. they're 3D and you can touch the dinosaur. Yeah. That's what my neck feels like. <laughs> Dude, I feel like a reptile. That's crazy. Um, anyway, guys, so I'm shedding right now. <laughs> uh, so the Gold Coast turned it on and the sun on, hence the shedding. But uh, so I'm staying in a motel. I had a few hours to kill before this corporate gig. 
So I was like weighing up, like, do I, do I, you know, do I read over some old bits and like work on some stand up, or do I have a nap because I had four hours sleep and it was a seven a.m. flight. Uh, I did the latter, had a nap. <laughs> it was great, aircon on because we didn't have an aircon in our room here. Yeah, so it's always hot as fuck. Mm. During summer. So I haven't got a good sleep in about six months. <laughs> so I was like, if I could just get one aircon nap in, in this fucking motel covered in, you know, 30 year old cum and blood, <laughs> that'd just be great. Like uh, that's when you know your career is going well is when you're excited about that. <laughs> I was just happy to not be in Melbourne. I was like, dude, I'd rather sleep in cum in the Gold Coast <laughs> than be in Victoria for another day. <laughs> um. So then I rock up to this corporate gig. I've done this gig a couple of times before. It's like a brewer's lunch. Uh, guy runs it, absolute legend. Uh, and I love doing it. That's why I say yes to it every time because I just kind of like going to the Gold Coast. Any excuse to just go to a place with sun and beer, oh, I love that. I mean, we do have sun and beer in Melbourne, but we have heaps less of both. Yeah. So I like large quantities of both. Um, and I'm like, Don't, you had me at brewers. So I went there. And got there, no stage, microphone was crackly, uh, half the audience is facing away from me and everyone's in suits. No one knows there's going to be a comedian on. They're there to, to network. They're there for the beer. They're there for food. They're not there to listen to my jokes for 25 minutes. But I've been booked. But to be honest, he already paid me before the gig. Yeah. So that was zero incentive for me to even get on the flight. <laughs> I was like, you know, the, the money landed in my bank account like two days before and I go to Meg, I'm like, they've already paid me. I'm yeah, like- She's just been like, oh, we've got restrictions here again. I should have just gone to Wet n Wild. Like, I should have just fucking gone to Movie World and nothing would have happened. Yeah. I would have been like, oh, sorry, man, COVID. Got held up at the airport. Dude, everyone judged the shit out of me from for being from Victoria. Oh, really? Even at, had, even at the airport? Yeah. <laughs> no, but actually the airport was so easy. I thought it would have been harder because we just had one case the day before I left. Yeah. So I was a bit worried about them closing the border or something. They didn't. No one gave a shit except for the lady that checked me into the hotel room. Now, now, oh, I need to tell that racist story from oh, last yeah. week. I was just about to be quite racist now and yeah. I reminded me, I have another one. Um <laughs> A few people message me going, come on, man, tell the, the racist story. story. Yeah. We, we, we hate you ha having a successful career. <laughs> Cancel yourself for our entertainment. The journalists are waiting. Yeah, yeah, I will. So if you write for the Daily Mail or the pedestrian right now, um, get your typing hands at the ready. But this is just what she sounded like. Yeah. Okay, by the way, I'm not nearly famous enough to get cancelled. So we're fine <laughs> for now. This will come back to haunt me in 10 years. Um, I'm not going to beat around the bush, okay? I'm not going to say this Chinese lady that checked me in the, to the hotel went, G'day, mate, how are you going? She didn't do that. Yeah. She went, hello. <laughs> right? That's what she said. Yeah. I'm not just going to lie and be like, she didn't say hello. She did. <laughs> right? She said, hello. Um, and I go like, oh, hey, how are you going? Um, like just checking in for the motel. I keep saying hotel. It's all, it was a motel. <laughs> <laughs> it was two stories. There was a lot of cum. So... And I go, oh, like just checking in. And she goes, she goes, oh, photo ID. And I gave her my ID and she looked at where I was from and she goes, oh, Melbourne. Oh, you'll stay back. You'll stay back. And I thought she was like joking. So yeah. I'm like, oh, yes, we did have a case. That's a little bit of banter. And I was loving it. I was enjoying our interaction. Absolutely lovely woman. Um, and then I go, ah, ha, and I like just lent on the desk. Because yep. I thought we were just having a laugh together. And she goes, huh, no, 
you'll stay back. <laughs> and I go, oh, shit. So I take a step back. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, oh, my God. She's, she's doing it to me. Like, <laughs> she's discriminating to do with the virus about where I'm from. Yeah. And I'm like, look, <laughs> if we're going to stereotype <laughs> about coronavirus hotspots <laughs> and locations throughout the virus's history. Yeah. Right. Not that I ever would, guys. I never would. But if we're going to do that, which she started it, right? Yeah. You know, if she's like, oh, from Melbourne, well, you've got the Rona, fuck off. She was Chinese. <laughs> If we're going to do this, <laughs> you started it. <laughs> and that's just a fact, okay? I didn't have it, you know, some guy in Melbourne did. Don't don't group me in, all right? And I'm not going to group you in with, you know, the kind folk in Hong Kong. But yeah, she was she pulled the race card real quick. Not even the race card, the geographical location <laughs> card. Um she was didn't want a bar of me, so I had to stand back while I checked in. Um, I keep bouncing around the story because I go, and then I go to the gig, yeah. and now I'm back at checking in at the hotel. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, I can't tell a story in a linear fashion. I'm like one of those like fucking stupid movies yeah. where like they go eight months earlier, <laughs> and then it jumps to three months in the future. Quickly, before we continue the story, this laptop's about to go out of battery. <laughs> oh, I didn't plug it in. I didn't plug it in. Hang on, guys. We're going to do a bit of mid-podcast admin. <laughs> um, which one should I unplug? Oh, I'll this one. Uh, uh, do not pause. Leave it all in. Boom, there we go. Leave it all in. We have a system over. Oh. <laughs> okay, now we've pulled out the podcast. <laughs> all right, we're, we've we've had to cut to camera audio. I've yanked out the podcast cord. Yeah, we're good. In true fashion of the spirit of the Luke Kidgel hour and being authentic, we are cutting none of yeah. that out. <laughs> Last week we had the system overload. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> last week the computer almost exploded, and this week I almost kicked it. So. Um, yeah, so I get to this gig. It's, it's a bad situation for comedy, um, as I described. And to make matters worse, something terrible happened before I got up that I could not compete with. Uh, it's quite a fancy-ass corporate gig, which means there's a few high-profile people from the Gold Coast there. And when I say high-profile, I mean in the past gigs I've done there, it was just me roasting a Love Island contestant for 15 minutes as I scrolled through his Instagram to entertain about 100 other <laughs> blokes in suits. It was great. He looked like uh, budget Jason Momoa, and that's every guy on the Gold Coast. So uh, it turns out that guy, I found out, the Love Island contestant. So, do you remember when I talked about that? Yeah, you've told me I that, think yeah. I talked about that on the podcast once. A uh, bit of an update on that front. Uh, that was about a year ago. <laughs> He's since unsubscribed from the Brewers Lunch mailing list and he's never come back to another event since. <laughs> so I don't think he took it too well. That's all right. Um, you'd think if you had the confidence to go on Love Island, um, you could take a joke. Yeah. No, could not Obviously do that. Not, no. No. Just uh, anyway. So this new one, I find out that ex-AFL legend... Jason Ackermanis is at the gig. Like someone gave me the inside scoop. They go, hey, just a warning, Acker's here. You know, I'm from Melbourne. They knew I was a footy man. They're like, this is probably going to excite Luke. It did greatly. So I scan the room and sure enough, I see some majestic looking man in uh, a fedora. Way too old, by the way, <laughs> to be wearing a fedora, Jason. I mean, we had a great chat. It was a lovely bloke. But um, yeah, you're not Indiana Jones. So that's it. 
Um, and that's that's the only person who can actually do that. Yeah. If you are not, uh, fuck, is he an archaeologist? Oh, what is he? I don't know. Every time I go, I ask one of these to Reese, he looks at me like, I don't know. Don't <laughs> fucking ask me what the study of rocks is <laughs> or, or whatever Indiana Jones does. He just like collects shit. And Archaeology, puts, I think it is. He yeah. just fights Nazis. He's yeah. <laughs> just a Naziologist. I don't know. That's really all the second and third Indiana Jones ones were and the, and the first. Um, so... I was like, that's cool. I've performed in front of celebs before. One time um, I performed in front of Barry Hall. Yeah, he hated my comedy. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was opening for Isaac Butterfield at the Comedy Festival, like third row deep, Barry Hall. And this is when I still worked at Triple M. <laughs> okay. And it was just after I got fired for saying like that bad shit on air. Yeah. He got fired, I think, first day of the job, allegedly. I don't know why I'm saying allegedly. He did. Um, <laughs> and uh, I really wanted to bring it up. But I still worked at yeah. the company. So I just had to <laughs> like stare Barry Hall down the face. Oh, you know, it's a good story as a sidebar. I could never tell this story, I don't think. Yeah. Because I was on radio at the time and it would have got me fired. Have no plans to go back into the industry. But one day in the elevator, <laughs> I was like in the elevator with Barry Hall. Mm. Um, and if you don't know, guys, Barry Hall was a great AFL footballer. Um, but towards the end of his career was infamously known for coward punching, coward punching. Brent Staker Big in the unit. face behind play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was rough. And uh, one day I was in the elevator and I got out Snapchat and I took <laughs> oh, no. like a selfie of me next to Barry but in the position of me going <laughs> like like I was getting about to get punched. punched yeah. And I just sent it to Lewis and all the lads who work at our radio station, yeah. like all the people and friends of it. I'm like... Boys, uh, I might be late. About to late. get absolutely Brent staked, uh, which brought the house down in the group chat. In hindsight, might have actually punched me if he had have seen, seen me. That, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was a good one from back in the day. Uh, so th- this was not my first run in with B Hall, yeah. but it was my second, and I did refuse to say anything, and I regretted it. I regret saying, "Guys, Barry Hall's in." You yeah, know, he would have stuck out in the crowd. Oh, he did. Yeah. His bald fucking egghead was like two foot above everyone else's. He's a big dude. Yeah. yeah. And that's another reason why I didn't say anything because uh, he's about eight foot. I'll fucking kill you tall. And I'm like six foot. Oh, okay. Tall. So uh, anyway, Jason Agamantis is there. I'm. There's a charity auction before I go on. So everyone gets up there, right? There's TVs and there's, by the way, these guys are loaded. Like I don't have, I don't know any, none of my friends would just drop $2,000 on the fly on a TV just just for fun at an auction. They were like, all right, uh, 65 inch uh, LG TV, going once, 1500, blah, blah. And the people were like, yeah, I'll pay two grand. I was like, dude, I, I'm here for the free sushi. <laughs> you know, I don't even like sushi. I peel off the seaweed because I just can't afford lunch. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like fuck this. So everyone here is loaded. Then they go, all right, the final thing on the charity auction, ladies and gentlemen, we have a superstar with us today. We have Jason Ackermanis, former Brisbane Lions player, and he's in his hometown. There are a few people up there who still like AFL, so half the crowd are like, what a legend. And they go, Jason has agreed uh, for charity. If everyone puts in some money to raise a bit of money, he'll do one of his infamous handstands. 
Now, if you don't know, Jason Akimanis, uh, for international people, he's an old AFL legend that was known after them winning a game. He would go in the middle of the ground, nail a handstand. He was very good at them, and the crowd would just go nuts. It was his thing. It was like his gimmick. Everyone loves him for his gymnastic abilities. I'm sitting here. I'm looking at the itinerary going, charity auction, and then comedian Luke Kidgel. I've gone, oh, for fuck's sake. Oh, so you had to follow straight after. I had to follow a Jason Ackermanis <laughs> handstand with jokes. <laughs> Do you know how much he crushed it? He'd already had a few beers. He nailed the handstand. I chucked it on my Insta story. <laughs> He ripped the handstand. People go nuts. He's made 700 bucks for charity. And then they go, all right. And the crowd simmers a bit. They go, okay, charity auction's over. Up next, we have comedian Luke Kidgel. Four people. (laughs) I go, Give it up for Jason Ackermanis, everybody. <laughs> I just didn't even try. I, I cowered in the moment and I was just like, and then I ended up calling some guy Colonel Sanders because he was old and he wasn't listening to me and he was stuffing his face with chicken. And then I said, what does KFC stand for? Can't fucking care. And then that did, they, the, did they intro you from Melbourne? Yes. And that people hate that as well. They go, he's come all the way from Melbourne. So everyone's just like putting up their t-shirts going like, oh, fuck, we we should have worn masks. This is fucked. (laughs) Everyone thinks they're going to get Corona. I'm like, calm down, you dogs. I'm not going to cough on you. All right. But I'm, I'm like the type of comedian where I don't really care. Like if I'm doing good or bad, I'm having the same amount of fun because I think there's a sick part of me now that I've done stand up for so long. It's like a weird kink of mine where I'm like, I think I like the bomb. You know, I kind of like saying a fucking joke about a pedophile and then watching some old guy get uncomfortable. Cause I, and then you're like, Oh, why are you uncomfortable, mate? Got something <laughs> to hide. You know, there's a little part of me that's like, what in your life? What are you hiding? <laughs> so I'm having a fucking great old time. You know, I'm roasting people who have more money than me. Um, I, th- I literally just opened the gig going like, who here's a lawyer? And like, you don't even have to do jokes at these gigs to get laughed because they hate the jokes. But if you just say stuff that they kind of relate to, they all go, oh, that's <laughs> fucking honest. Right? I'll go, oh, but who's a lawyer in there? Everyone's like, yeah. And I'm like, you guys are addicted to cocaine. <laughs> that's just how I open it. Not even a joke, just a blanket statement yeah. generalizing 50% of the audience. <laughs> and I thought they would be like, I was more saying that to amuse the other 50% of accountants. Yeah. But the lawyers are like, fuck, yeah. <laughs> Why do you think we're here? <laughs> and then I go, oh, and who here is an accountant? And then you know, cause they're a quieter and nerdy. They go, oh, yeah. And, and I'm like, you guys are boring as fuck. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't have a joke. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> so that's how I opened quite strong by insulting 100% of the crowd and then had to do the next 25 minutes. Uh, and it went okay. You know, in patches I was crushing and then I went back. They like, I, I crushed with like a relatable, like, oh, you know, clever bit. And then I do like something a little bit edgier and like everyone just goes <laughs> because they're next to their boss yeah. and they don't want to laugh. So, uh, yeah, it was good fun in all the gig. And then I had a gig later on that night. Oh, by the way, I got absolutely just 
throttled drunk with Jason Ackermanis afterwards, yeah. which was great. You were sending me up uh, Gold Coast updates. I was. Throughout the day, I was like, Reese, it's going to be a hell of a pod, <laughs> mate. Um, oh, this happened. Guys, Jason Ackermanis tickled my ear and I still don't know how to feel about it. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. So I'm sitting down. We've already had one chat. I'm having a beer with a couple of other blokes because it was, you know, free piss and I'm not an idiot. So I'm enjoying the, you know, I'm sitting with the brewer. So, you know, he keeps passing <laughs> beers going, oh, mate, try our summer ale, try our draft. And I'm like, oh, oh stop it. Come on. And I'm like, I'm like, oh, you guys got a, uh, any other stuff? I'm like, show me your cider. Fuck it. I'll drink anything at this point. And then uh, I've already had a chat to Jason. So I guess we've become acquainted. Yeah. We're not friends. I've only just met him, you know? <laughs> we're not even, we're not in the same age demographic. Probably don't have that much in common. But, um, you know, I was, if anything, my dad was bloody excited yeah. that I was talking <laughs> to Jason Ackermanis. Uh, and then 20 minutes later, he's come back from the toilet and just gone, just behind my ear, just like behind the lobe, got his finger under there. So not only did he get it right under... Kept an under, then did a quick wiggle and then walked away. And I looked up because I went, what the fuck? Because <laughs> like, that's what you do when someone tickles you. And then Jason Ackermanis just goes, and just winks at me and then keeps walking. And I was like, <laughs> I stub his gold footy card. <laughs> and now he's tickled my ear. <laughs> Life's strange. <laughs> um, so that was a thing. I've just, again, still don't know how to feel about it. Great guy. Not sure about the tickle, but, <laughs> uh, and then, yeah, some guy didn't like my set. I called him pathetic. That was a whole thing. So I was a bit lippy afterwards. I've been walking around with a lot of white man confidence lately. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, I can't really tell most of these stories on the podcast, but I've, uh, I've been holding myself in personal conversations with people, like I think I'm just at that point now where if someone is rude to me, like a guy called my show a three out of 10, he was like, mate, I didn't like it. It was a three out of 10. And he looked like he was quite short. He was like five foot four. And I bent down and just said, you're a pathetic little man to his face. And I, I was like 10 beers deep, but I like to think I would have done it sober as well. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have. It was, it sounds cool and tough, it wasn't. My heart rate went up and I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I just <laughs> confronted Danny DeVito. <laughs> you really got into the Gold Coast. I really, I just was getting into the Queensland spirit. I was like, you know, pay out a stranger, drink another beer. <laughs> fuck you all. <laughs> I'm like, I'm here for the night. I'm sleeping and calm. Let's do it. <laughs> I was just a little bit excited to be there, guys. Uh, but the guy, I just want to say the guy was being an absolute dick and he was dressed like Pablo Escobar uh, he had a, a thick ch- chest hair, a gold chain, and he kept telling me that he was a millionaire. So he he deserved that. Yeah. You don't come up to a 24-year-old bloke who's clearly dedicated his life to this and tell him that his life work sucks to his face. Mm. I think that is a bit pathetic to yeah, come up. I, I wouldn't do that to anyone else. If I saw like a magician and I just, you know, worked out how he did the trick, I wouldn't be like, mate, you're terrible. Stop trying. I'd be like, you know what, mate? Fucking next time, just don't do the one with the rope. We all know how it's done, okay? Um, so, yeah, then I do another gig at night, right? Uh, this is in Palm Beach, which apparently is like a rough part of the Gold Coast. It's not. There's no rough parts of the Gold Coast. Uh, it's all this 
they're either upper class douchebags or middle class douchebags. And that's why I fit in there. All right. It's I, I insult it, but it comes from a place of love because I go there wearing a billabong t-shirt and people don't judge me for it, uh, which is great. Do the Gold Coast has not changed since the 80s. Those hotels have not been restored in like 40 years at this point. It's like the developer of the Gold Coast just hit Command C and then Command V and just copy pasted that same hotel. You know that white hotel that's like 30 stories high and just went like all down the coast. It looks like the SimCity 4 coastal map just when the graphics got okay. Like the graphics are okay on the Gold Coast, but it's the same shit on repeat, that whole place. But um, yeah, anyway, I'm walking to this gig. I've got Kenny Loggins on again because, and I'll, I've said it once, Reese, and I'll say it again. A bit of Kenny Loggins on a Friday never hurt anyone. Okay. And I stand by that quote. So I'm pumping Footloose again. I don't know why I've been weirdly into that song <laughs> lately because it goes. And when you put that song on, try and not feel like the main character of your movie. I felt like I was the Truman show. Like I was Truman and everyone yeah. was like around me being an extra <laughs> when, when that song's on. So I rock up to this gig. Uh, dude, it's the most Gold Coast shit I've ever seen. One of the first comedians, great comedian, um, just was quite surprised uh, at <laughs> the fact that she performed with a baby strapped to her front. She used a child as a prop which is very Queensland, um, you know. I, I, it's They were good jokes, but her, her kid was there to, to, as an accessory to her comedy. <laughs> <laughs> so that was very good. I love that. Uh, it's shit you'd only really see in Brisbane. Just good on it. Like single mom getting out there, fuck getting a babysitter. I'm just going to bring my kid on stage. <laughs> and then by the end of her set, the kid had just fallen asleep. On it. Like she was just like... You know, telling some jokes and her kid was just like, <laughs> it was great. And then I got up there, did my spot halfway through my set. I know this guy's, I see this guy like being a little down on himself and he's, I can see this guy in the front row struggling to enjoy the show. He's about 45. I was like, maybe he's had a big day. He was with a group of like 10 blokes. I could tell they'd been drinking since midday because they were fucking off their minds. And I go, mate, what's wrong? And uh, all his mates stuck on, <laughs> oh, don't go there, mate. Oh. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be good. So I keep digging. You know, I go, come on, like we're all friends here. What, what, what happened? What's the, how come you've got that grumpy look in your face? The guy was just like, hump, you know, <laughs> um, he was a human hump. And I go, come on. And then he's like, nah, nah, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And he's trying to get me to keep going. And then his mate just yells, Put it this way, mate. Those aren't his jeans. And I go, oh. I'm like, did you, did you shit yourself? And the guy goes, he just nods. He's like, yeah. And props to him. I wouldn't admit to a room of 50 strangers yeah. that I'd done a poop earlier in the day. And to his credit and very Queensland attitude, I don't know about you guys, but in Melbourne, when when you shit yourself, like, like, like saying, oh, like I've been here before. I actually haven't never got that drunk before. I think I'd pass out before my bowels collapsed. That's usually my body's order. Yeah. I hope. I mean, I have passed out before. So yeah, I know that's my body's order. But this guy 
pooed in his pants and then was like, night's not over. We're going to (laughs) the comedy show. And he was just sitting in free. I think they'd gone home or something, swapped the jeans. He'd done a shit, but I don't think he was wearing underwear at this point. And he was still drinking. Free balling, still drinking. Absolute lord. I had the most Queensland day ever. I slept in, let's be honest, I slept in jizz. Jason Akamanis tickled my ear and showed me up with a handstand. I couldn't compete with that. Um, And then a bloke in the front row literally shat himself (laughs) at a gig. If that is not the most Queensland day ever, then I don't know what is. And I want to thank the Gold Coast for turning it on for me. Okay? It's been a year since I went there. I've missed it. And I got my fix. And I'll be honest, I don't really want to go back for another year right now. (laughs) It was enough. And then the next morning, I walked along the beach for like six kilometers because fuck getting a $30 Uber and I had about two hours to kill. So I just walked down the beach and I was like, oh, I like the beach. It's been ages since I've copped some rays. And it was 10 a.m. So I was like, there's no way I'm going to get sunburnt from this. Oh, how I was wrong. Uh I walked down the beach for the same direction. So the sun's just belting the same part of my face. So it's, I got burnt on half my face. So I look like a fucking Batman villain. <laughs> I just look like two face from Batman. I just shriveled up. I look like a snake on my neck at the moment. <laughs> oh, there's flakes. Oh, I've got like dandruff on my neck. <laughs> I need some shampoo <laughs> up on my neck stat. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so, um, yeah, dude, my life's a movie. It's not, if my life was a movie, it'd be like a Seth Rogen film, kind of like poorly written, but pretty funny and a (laughs) bit chaotic. (laughs) And then some guy at the end just shits, shits himself. (laughs) And, you know, instead of James Franco, Jason Ackermanis tickles my ear pretty much. Uh, now guys, this podcast is, uh, sponsored by... Currently 195 of you, and we appreciate that. Get on the Patreon. We've just uh, switched up the tiers, um, and we appreciate everyone who jumps on. People jump on every week now after this podcast. Uh, You get the Luke and Meg podcast, which is like the extension of this one. It goes for about half an hour to 40 minutes every fortnight, and as you've heard from the clips so far, it gets fucking loose and... Uh, a little personal and a little invasive of my privacy. And that's my problem, not yours. But I. <laughs> but anyway, sign up. It's a lot of fun. Um, here's a clip from it now. Meg really knows how to set a mood. The other night, I'm not going to get too graphic, but Meg was home alone, getting a little bit antsy when I was <laughs> at a gig. A little bit. You were a little bit fired up in the nether regions. <laughs> Man, we really go deep here. <laughs> Well, I came home and went quite deep. Yeah, so Meg's like talking up this big game. She's like, when are you coming home? You know, like, oh, I'm waiting. Um, I was horny. She was horny, right? I was super horny. And there was a little bit of chat on the phone. I'm driving home and Meg's going like, hurry the fuck up. You know, I'm going 180Ks down the east end. (laughs) Then we talk about something for real. I was like, oh, by the way, blah, blah, blah. We move on. So I've had this like sexy chat. I'm I'm all excited. I'm keen. I've got a nice mental image in my head. You describe what you'd be wearing. When I get home, I'm I'm into it. We talk about something kind of businessy for like thirty seconds, and then she goes, "Oh yeah, true, true, true." And then she goes, "All right, I'm gonna take a poop." So uh, <laughs> I gotta go poop now. She goes, "I gotta go poop now." Uh, see ya, and then just hangs up. And I'm in the car 
going like, well, now that was a bit of a bummer. <laughs> yeah, on the weekend also, we had our first Patreon meetup for our Discord tier, and it was sick. Like 20 people rocked out. We played some cricket with my cereal box one. Weepix cricket kit. Reese was there. You got a little sunburnt. I did get very. I got very mm-hmm. sunburnt. Uh, it was great. Uh, Uncle Whitey, who's like the dad of the Discord, uh, longtime veteran and fan, great bloke. Uh, he uh, bought his Weber yeah. along with a table. We were cooking. So much gear. Yeah, he was so much gear. Deck chair, sausages. He bought steak. I thought the steak was a bit much. I was like, all right, mate, we get it. Someone's doing well. He runs quite a successful business, and I was like. Way to rub it in to like a bunch of 22 year olds that you can afford steak. You know, I bought like the 20 pack of $8 sausages from Woolies you know? and he's buying like fucking $20 steak. Um, so it was heaps fun. Then we uh, gave cricket a good thrashing and then we gave the pub a good thrashing afterwards. And we're going to try and be doing that in every single state across the tour. We're going to do like an Adelaide meetup um, and... That'll be probably the next one, I reckon. So if you're part of Adelaide, want to join the Discord, that would be sick. And, uh, yeah, it's a cool little community we've got going in there. And it helps make uh, Reese Reese's well-being possible. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought, what would you be doing if it wasn't for this? Uh, I don't know. I was just doing the radio stuff. Yeah. yeah. He works for, like, a radio station as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Probably so you'd probably actually be making way more money. Mm, yeah. I mean... <laughs> yeah you know what guys radio as someone who's worked in that industry for a while doesn't pay that well <laughs> at all you know why because you have to have advertisers to do radio and since covid um no one can afford to advertise yep. on commercial radio anymore yeah exactly. it's that that business took a hit because they lost about 30 percent of their advertisers um so yeah patreon get on it it's heaps of fun uh now it's time for the brand new segment that we did the first ever luke kidgel hour um, I don't know who needs to hear this. Now, it's a segment, pretty self-explanatory. Sometimes it's about hard truths. It's about uh, picking on briefly one minority of society um, and going ham for about 30 seconds to a minute, saying what needs to be said, and then we move on. Last week's example, or the last two weeks ago, was I don't know who needs to hear this, uh, but put down your drone and spend some time with your kids. And I hope that that saved some kid's childhood because I witnessed a dad at the beach pretty much letting his kids drown as he played with his new drone that he got for Christmas. And I was like, look, someone might need to hear this. And it's a wake-up call. I noticed a few people. There was another one. I don't know who needs to hear this, but uh, change your Instagram profile picture from a car. There's a couple of people in the comments going, Luke. And by the way, they commented with a fucking Ford, Ford Mustang. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So they didn't learn anything. But... um. They go, Luke, I feel personally attacked by this, but at the end of the day, you're probably right. They still didn't change their ways, obviously, because their profile picture was still a car, but it's good they just know that that's wrong. Yeah. Um, so I'll start us off, and then we've got a few listener ones in. Um, guys, I don't know who needs to hear this. <laughs> Actually, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I do know who needs to hear this. But put on fucking sunscreen, Okay. Don't be the guy who's shedding on a podcast. Don't be the guy whose neck looks like a, a used snake. That's not really what, what it is, is it? It's not really used, you know. But, like, don't be that guy. Don't don't end up with scales four days later because that's where I'm at 
and I can just tell you, and I know there's a few people at the cricket day on Sunday. I think everyone. Got a little burn. <laughs> I think everyone. Because it was overcast in the morning. Yeah. So everyone was like, oh, it's like going to be 18 degrees today. Yeah. Dude, the sun had some kick by 4 p.m. <laughs> and people got torched. And yes, yeah, so I don't know who needs to hear this, guys, but who knows who needs to hear this? Definitely not me, but put on some fucking sunscreen. It ain't worth it. All right. This one comes in from Deb. Uh, hey, Luke and Reese. I don't know who needs to hear this, but posting photos on Tinder of you catching a fish doesn't impress girls. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not on the dating apps. Um, I never have been, but I could not agree more. You see it on Instagram and you know what? Instagram fish photos are for family and friends and the boys and fair enough. But on an app where it's, let's be honest, you're there to get roots. Yeah. You're there for the punani. Yeah. Right. You're there to, to, okay. Maybe it's their way of trying to say I'm a catch. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, that's the thing. Cause often those, those guys, like they, you know, cause they're like, they fucking spend a lot of time rocking up and down. It must mush up their brain <laughs> on the boat. So that is probably like what their bio is. It's like, ladies, I'm a catch. You know what else is a catch? This barramundi. <laughs> And you're like, I don't even know if that's a good fish. I don't know a lot about fishing. I'm not knocking fishing, by the way, guys. Just keep it off the dating profile. I think that's a great one. I think a lot of girls would agree with that. It's like, it's you're going to get a niche type of girl that's impressed by you slaughtering an animal and posing with it for Instagram. <laughs> it's not going to impress a lot of people. If you think about it like that, because imagine if you're like a hunting dude yeah. and it's just you standing there with like a fucking pig that's like... <laughs> just bleeding out of its neck you know not a lot of girls in this day and age are going to be like oh fucking love a man who just <laughs> rips an animal out of its natural habitat mm. and then fucking slices it in half and chucks it on the barbie yeah not that you know i'm not a, i'm not opposed to fishing but um it just doesn't get it doesn't you know create <laughs> moisture <laughs> <laughs> From girls. Okay, that was a little graphic. But it needed to be said. And I don't know who needed to hear that, but Deb thought someone did. And I agree, Deb. Uh, this one comes in from Kane. Uh, by the way, very bogan spelling of the name Kane. K-A-I-N-E. So, yeah, just, that's cool. I like that they've added another, uh, another like, vowel just to make it a little more sophisticated. Yeah. <laughs> like, Kane would have sufficed K-A-N-E. Um, I don't know who, who needs to hear this. Sandals are shit. Stop wearing them. <laughs> wow. You know who needs to hear that? Ruben. Ruben. <laughs> Ruben from the Luke and Lewis show. Loves, loves a sandal. Not even at the beach. We're talking at work. A lot of toes hanging about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are you a sandal guy? No. You're a thong man, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I'm a thong man. Uh, you know what? I knew you were a sandal. I weren't a sandal man because we're the same human. Yeah, pretty much. And yeah. I, fucking ha- <laughs> I fucking hate sandals. Yeah. And I, sh- you know, I don't want to look like I was at the Last Supper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, hey, dude, are we in Jerusalem right now when a guy was writing the Bible? <laughs> nah. Lose the sandals, dude. More of a Jesus vibe. You're not Jesus. Actually, you know what? Ruben's got a lot of Jesus energy about it. <laughs> looks a bit like Lord Farquaad, who looks a bit like Jesus. Yeah, but they're quite popular. Sandals. Yeah, the Birkenstocks yeah. are coming back. Quite a fashionable thing uh, amongst private school boys all around the country right now. Um, 
But Kane fucking hates him. And you know what? <laughs> Guys, Kane might be a bit of a bogan because his name is Kane with an I. They spelt Kane wrong. Um, but I, I, I agree with you a little bit. Sandals ain't it. Oh, you know what? I'm a bit of wear what you want to wear. I don't, who really gives a shit? Yeah. You know, but I do reckon the same type of guy who's rocking sandals is rocking them on the boat on Tinder with a fish. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so whoever, there's one person and I bet you he also gets sunburnt fucking heaps <laughs> on the boat. So there's one guy crying right now <laughs> listening to this going, God, I hate this. <laughs> <laughs> one guy, I think, I feel like we've personally attacked one type of dude. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, guys, keep those coming in. I don't know who needs to hear this. It's good. It's more just like, I feel like it's a self-help part of the podcast. It's, um, it's rough, but I copped it today. I was, I got sunburned on the weekend. Um, and it shows that I am, uh, yeah, not, I was trying to think of this word last week. I'm not immune to criticism as well. I'm not, I still can't think of this word. Another system overload. Another system overload. Yes. Thank God. Cause my brain was having one too. All right. We're back. Why does this system keep overloading? We need to look up what system yeah, overload means. Maybe we're running too many things. What are you running? I've just got like garage band, photo booth. Yeah, you fucking run running kid pics in yeah. the background. What else are you running? Just Excel. Yeah, we've got yeah. everything going. Can't yeah. we just plug you into the computer to give a little bit of extra power? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, mate. Um, all right. Oh, this is one I forgot to say from the Gold Coast. This is actually quite interesting. Um, oh, by the way, how's the hourglass going? Well, we got 17 minutes. Really? Because I feel like there's a fuckload more to come out of this hourglass. I think he got ripped off. <laughs> yeah, this hourglass is going to go for more than an hour. Damn. We'll, we'll keep tabs on it. But so far, guys, for audio listeners, the hourglass, I reckon, is only about halfway done. Maybe, oh, maybe it is on point. Maybe it does have a third yeah. left. Maybe. But uh, so I was talking to this, uh, this rich bloke, right? at this corporate gig and he didn't come off as rich. That's when you're rich is when you don't tell people you're rich is when you actually try and avoid how much money you have because you have way too much to lose. Yeah. You know, he's past the point of flex rich. And he was quite an older guy, very nice guy. Um, and I was like, Oh, so what do you do? What's your business and stuff? And by the way, it's great at those gigs because everyone's there to network. And before I've gotten up to do my comedy, people come around to me uh, and go, like, mate, what do you do? Thinking like oh, thinking, yeah. <laughs> I, they could get something for their business out of me. And when I go, oh, I'm the comedian, God, watching the disappointment <laughs> on their face of going, fuck, I've now entered this interaction. And they have to politely chat to me for another couple of minutes before they go, all right, mate, I'll leave you to it. Yeah. And then leave to actually get money from someone else. <laughs> God, people get, and I don't know why they come up to talk to me. Because I'm the only one there not wearing a collar. <laughs> I'm wearing jeans, new shoes, and a Billabong t-shirt, dude. <laughs> Do I look like I can offer you anything? <laughs> I literally came from napping in cum. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I smell like a motel. So it's that's always a good one. But anyway, so I'm talking to this guy, and that's why I was confused as to why I was talking to me, because he just was actually interested. That's when you have a lot of money, is when you're not trying to get anything out of someone mm. as well. Uh, he, I was like, oh, what do you do as a business? He goes, oh, I've sold my business. You know, we sold it a few years ago, but now, now we're just, um, and he said, what will always be the most impressive sentence I've ever heard another human say. He goes, yeah, now we're just, um, 
acquiring cruise ships. And I go, sorry, what? Did you just use a plural? <laughs> Did you say ships? <laughs> because that implies that you have acquired multiple, multiple. floating cities. <laughs> That's what that implies, that statement. I go, um, really? And he goes, yeah, yeah. He goes, we're just trying to, trying to get ourselves a fleet. I'm like, are you, I'm like, are you Captain Cook? Are you trying to find, discover new land? Are you mapping the earth? Why do you need a fleet of ships? Just, mate, just fly there. I'm telling you, it's way quicker. I'm like, this guy's rich, but he's not that smart. You know? yeah. Especially um, during COVID, the yeah, cruise ships. Turns out, I know, but I guess that like probably cruise ships probably go for like two cents now. Yeah. You know, like a fucking bargain. You probably can't give them away. Um, but no, I was wrong. So I go to like, the guy leaves the conversation. I turn into another guy and I go, um, how much is a cruise ship worth? <laughs> and I'm thinking like, oh, it's a floating city. I've been on one before. There's a casino. There's, you know, holds 3,000 people. I'm thinking like maybe $100 million. Yeah. Would you think that's reasonable? Yeah. yeah. I, I Googled it. I duck, duck, go it. We don't Google things. I would never do that. Um, $555 million. Now, I'll remind you that he said we're acquiring cruise ships. So, it's the, I think it's the first ever billionaire. Yeah. He must have been a billionaire because ships implies like a few, like yeah, three few, yeah. or two. But even still, two is still over a billion dollars. <laughs> so, then I come up to him later and I go, I just wanted to like get his vibe because I was like, he walked away and he just dropped that casually into conversation. I was like, all right, man, it was great to chat. And he was a really lovely guy. And then I came back to him later and he was up at the bar and I go, so the business must have gone all right. <laughs> and, he goes, and he goes, yeah, yeah, it went all right. Yeah. Was that Jeff Bezos? Who the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I bet I know his business. Like, what business makes that, that much, much money? money yeah. Like, does any, like, maybe it's just some, like, technology company that you've never heard of that makes, like, the batteries that go in PlayStation remotes. That's, like, it's always weird shit like that. Yeah. It's always like, oh, niche, yeah. I make the fucking little little bit that, you know, gets on. We, we It's like the, oh, they put ink into Bic pens. Mm. And, like, the guy who owns the ink is just a fucking billionaire because they sell that many fucking pens. Mm. It's always something weird like that who are just billionaires, you know? Think of, it's pretty much... Anyone who, like, makes proper money, you know those guys that are super loaded and you've never heard of them? Like, they're not famous. They're just rich. They are in the biz of something something that you use every day. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I uh, make the stuff, things that pressurizes deodorant cans. And he's like, yeah, and here's my boat. <laughs> here's my fleet of <laughs> cruise ships. Fleet. Yeah, <laughs> here's my fucking fleet. You're like, oh, cool, dude. But um, that was the craziest sentence I think I've ever heard another human say not joking around like just yeah we're acquiring cruise ships and i was like oh man i'm trying to acquire food for the week <laughs> i'm trying to acquire snacks for lunch <laughs> i'm actually here to acquire free chicken so i can avoid <laughs> buying lunch today so that's awesome um all right we i, t- I said last week that i'd finish off zara's questions yes we had some questions from a listener named zara and you can email uh, Reese and I anytime at LukeKidgelPodcast at gmail.com uh, and Zara did that and 
I answered the first one uh, last week. Or did I not? Yeah, you, you did. The one was the school one last week. What were you like at school? Oh, maybe I deleted that. I deleted it. Oh, okay, cool. I was like, where's that question? It's on here. Um, this one, what was your first car? Does it have a name? No, I'm uh, not a female, so I don't name my car. Girls do that shit. Do you name your car? You don't have a car. No. Would you name it? No. Like, oh, this is Kevin. <laughs> you know why? Because no guy wants to be in another dude. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, unless you're gay. But, like, no one, no one, a heterosexual man wants to say, like, oh, I'm just taking a ride on. Jumping Kevin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm riding on Kevin or whatever. Like, um, my ex named her car. Um, Meg's named her car. Uh, she called, the Meg calls her car Sheila. She goes, oh, I'm just going to jump in Sheila. <laughs> yeah. She goes, who are we taking, your car or Sheila? And then she tried to name my car. <laughs> Meg goes, your car's Greg. And I'm like, it's fucking is not. All right. Yeah, I wouldn't even know what to name your car. <laughs> yeah, it's a 2004 Subaru Impreza. That was my first car, still my car. Um, I think I, I sometimes call it the Subi as Subie, like a yeah. joke because it's like, you know, it's it sounds like it's like a rally car. It's not. <laughs> Um, it's just a bit of a piece of shit at the moment. Um, what would I name it? Yeah, Meg tried to start Greg, I think. I didn't want a part of that. Maybe, I mean, Jeff or I don't know. Just whatever. I wouldn't. That's the thing. You know what I would call it just to make it really confusing? Just call it Luke. Like, oh, I'm going to go jump in Luke. Everyone's like, what? <laughs> what did Luke say? He's going to, what, Luke? Everyone just thought I'm going to like, yeah. You couldn't call it Greg because we named our hard drive Greg. That's true. Uh, for video uh, viewers, I guess, and audio, you're hearing it. Um, this is a hard drive. It's called Greg. So, yeah, that'd be confusing. If yeah. I go and, wait, can you go put that on Greg? I'd find some fucking MP3 <laughs> file on the top of me Subaru. And I'd be like, mate, put it up there. <laughs> put it on bloody Greg. Um, so yeah, that's the answer to that question. Uh, no, I don't name my car because I, I've never felt the need to, um, how is the weed war? Have they invaded again? I did want to do a weed war update. Actually, I have let the weeds not only invade me throughout the summer, but set up camp. They did it in the off season. Usually weeds thrive in the winter time which is at the moment in Australia, it's summer. So I thought the sun is my ally. He will kill the weeds, but it's been a pretty wet summer, a lot of moisture in that dirt and the weeds are thriving and I've been busy. So I've kind of like this week, by the way, I forgot to say at the uh, top of the podcast, it's I'm doing an amnesty with this and TikTok bashing, by the way, because TikTok's been very kind to me this week. Been popping off, got a few videos go very well. So I'm giving TikTok a one week grace period. Plus I've actually been busy and doing shit with my life. So I haven't really been on the app. So, <laughs> so nothing's really pissed me off this week there on there. But um, just like TikTok, I've also uh, been doing a weed ceasefire for about the last three months. And yeah, you, you know what? If you give people um, a centimeter, they'll take an inch kind of thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I, I give these weeds a day off and then they're like, we're back motherfucker. Come pull us again. Dirty little weeds. Uh, so yeah, I am going to have to get back out there in my garden, smash it. It's just been hot and I've been busy and I've really been procrastinating over it, but there, 
that they're attacking my carport, the backyard. Three hunting you. They are. They're actually closing in on all quarters. So soon my house might be overgrown by the weeds, but mark my words, I will fight back and Weed War 2 will begin. Because I thought they'd give up. I poisoned them. I destroyed all their, um, their, their, their resources, their armies, and yet here they are, just like the Nazis, back at it for World War Two. you know? Sorry to all my German listeners there. Actually, I don't know why they'd be offended by that because they're not Nazis. <laughs> yeah. I always go like, whenever I like, for some reason, and this is such a stupid thought, whenever I'm on stage and I like make a joke about, you know, like the, the, the like not the Holocaust, but like Nazis or whatever, for some reason I'm like, oh, what if German people are offended by it? And yeah. then I go, wait, they don't agree. Like they're not like, Modern German people aren't being like, hey, yeah. <laughs> that's our culture. <laughs> you know, they are. I think they all agree like, yeah, that wasn't good, was it? Yeah. You know, um, I don't know why I thought any Germans would be offended. By that. <laughs> I mean, there might be a Nazi listening offended by that, but the Maybe. podcast isn't called Memoirs of a White Guy anymore. So we've lost all our Nazi following, I think, um, which is uh, a, a big positive. For the podcast, maybe that's why uh, YouTube numbers maybe, yeah. have dipped, <laughs> dipped <laughs> a little yeah. recently. The audio has gone up. I think people have just gone to audio. Yeah, people like going back to work. Maybe commuting. I just look like shit. Oh yes, people are back at work. Yeah, and commuting. commuting. That's true. Yeah, the uh, YouTube was popping for a bit, and now everyone's gone back to listing on audio. But um, I thought it was my head, but that makes a lot more sense. But um, yeah, so that's that's how the weed was going, Zara. Hope that clears it up for you. Um, worst nickname in school. My worst nickname? I never really had a nickname. My name's Luke. Try and shorten a one-syllable word. Look, that's a shit nickname. Hey, look. Did you have one? No, Reese. No, people just used to call me by my last name. Hawker. Yeah. Hawker's a cool last name. Yeah. Sound like a superhero. Yeah. <laughs> it sounds like, kind of like Hawkeye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hawker's good. Yeah, I mean, some people tried back in footy days to do kidge. That's yeah, no, nah, shit. It's just shit. Like Luke's better. It's like maybe nah. I never had a nickname. Um, um, no, we didn't really do nicknames in our friendship group. Like you know, my yeah. mate's Stefan, and we just call him Stefan. Mm. You know, my mate Tyler, we just call him Tyler. Yeah, it's like why the fuck would you show that the tile? <laughs> and then you just call him Tile. Mm. <laughs> maybe yeah, but then some. It's a real old timey thing, nicknames. I, think so, I don't yeah. know. Like all well, my dad's mates, like <laughs> he'll be like, "Oh, I'm catching up with like fucking Whipper, Macca, yeah, and, same with my dad's mates, and yeah. Whacker." Yeah. You know, <laughs> like just random shit. Oh, we're talking to Brocco, <laughs> Honko, and Boozy. You know, yeah. <laughs> like what? You're like, yeah, mate. You know the boys from the footy club. I could yeah. do this all day, literally. Like yeah, Marker, Sparker, yeah. and Parker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, not not me, man. Uh, and Zara, final question from Zara. My first pet's name was Jessie. Uh, we, she was a German shepherd. Passed away when I was in grade two, but I always love German shepherds. If you don't know what a German shepherd is, they're like those um, sometimes used by the cops. Um, Inspector Rex was a show on SBS yep. that started German shepherd. Um, great dogs, fluffy. And uh, it was, yeah, cool. I kind of want... A dog again. I think Meg will probably sort that out soon, getting a doggo, but um, we'll see. Well, I think we're going to have to get a dog that will help Meg with her 
um, heart condition, I don't think I'll be able to just pick like a fucking tough dog because I just want a fuck off tough dog to run with. Yeah. Like I just want like a thing next to me that makes people move. Yeah. Like I want to be running along the bike track and cyclists just like deviate into a, a bush. Not a bulldog. Mm. No, because they like, they just look like um, angry pugs. True, yeah. Bulldogs are just like pugs with attitude yeah. <laughs> and pugs are little doggy foreskins, <laughs> as we've said on this podcast before. So bulldog is just like a tight foreskin, a tight, angry little little chode dick of a dog. <laughs> the German Shepherd is uh, there. I think they're like my favorite dog, but I obviously have a massive bias due to owning a German Shepherd. Do you have a dog? I do, yes. Lab Kelpie. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Because it's like half Labrador. Does it just fucking eat everything? No, it's just really, really energetic. Oh, right. Because I got, had a mate who had a Labrador and it just, I had to get one of those special bowls. Mm. You know those like bowls that have uh, things in them so they have to like yeah. slurp <laughs> up the food because otherwise like Labradors and shit just inhale the food. Yeah. Yeah. Like Labradors, they'll, like, they'll literally just breathe in pedigree you know yeah. they'll oh, just like <laughs> then like choke on it because yeah. they don't have apparently they don't have a thing in their stomach that tells them when they're full oh, okay so they yeah. just like eat and eat and eat and get fat that's why you have to monitor what mm. they eat um yeah so um pretty much like a human like a fucking oh an american yeah yeah they're like that <laughs> the americans of dogs they just uh, don't have that thing in their brain that says stop fucking eating dickhead <laughs> That was really rude. We've got a minute 20. So about 30% of our listeners. So I'm glad we ended it with a little bit of um, just like, I hadn't really done any America bashing in a while. How's it all going over there, guys? Seems a bit shit. (laughs) I I don't want to make fun of you. I kind of just feel bad for normal people who live there at the moment because that place is fucked. And I honestly wish the best for you guys over there because I kind of want to get over there. A little bit of selfish reasons as well. I kind of want to do shows over there. Plus the UK. Get your shit together UK, I'm trying to come over there and your country is a bit of a mess as well. Mm. Australia, we got our shit together at the you moment. You had a tour booked in there, didn't you? Yeah, we had dates booked. We almost booked the flights. Ooh. And then two days before everything got cancelled, I was like, hey, let's hold off on booking flights. And just give it a week. Yeah. Dude, best decision, best decision I've ever yeah. made. <laughs> um, guys, the tickets are on sale now for the tour. LukeKidgel.com. Thank you very much for tuning in again to the Luke Kidgel Hour. I hope you enjoyed your commute or your study session or just like your free time. I wonder what you people do while listening to this podcast. Maybe someone was cleaning the house Maybe, today. Yeah. Yeah. I hope it gave you a, a little bit of a, a smirk as you did your thing. Eight seconds. And I hope you eight seconds. Yeah. Oh, five. Sh- oh, my God. <laughs> Bye, guys. That's the end. I've been cut <laughs> off. Oh, hang on. That's the end. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs>